welcome back to the Pinstripe Podcast. Listen, listen, listen. We've got a 19-year-old birthday boy woot, in the house. Woot, woot. <laughs> any, uh, any drastic changes you're feeling? You know, right now you're, well, unfortunately, you are past the age of um, when Juan Soto made his MLB debut, so you're a little bit behind. I know. I'm know, a few years behind. Back to um, a better pace, but that's fine. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, I think uh, I think I'm more of an Adley Rutschman place pace right now. Mm, that, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 25, 24 area, you know. Um, <laughs> maybe go for a Marinaccio, 27. Yeah, yeah, maybe up there. I don't yeah, know. Give yourself some time. Get really settled into life. But um, but I do genuinely wish you a very happy birthday. Thank you. No, best brother I've got. Not really that that difficult of competition. <laughs> um, first, let's dive right in, right? Let's dive right in. Um, we're gonna go in time order here this week. As much as I want to talk about the beautiful sweep of the Sox, we'll get there. Um, last week we obviously we recorded this on Thursdays to get up by Friday, so I believe Friday was Jeter Day. Yes. Correct? Yes. Um, sounds right. So they celebrated him going into the hall. Um, they pulled his little plaque out from Monument Park. All the fun stuff. And Jeter, it was the first time he's been to the stadium in a very long time. Since he retired? Possible? No. No, he was definitely there for somebody else's plaque day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, he probably was there for, I assume, Mariana's. I'm trying to think age-wise of. When Moe's came out. Because I don't think he's been there for any of like CeCe's stuff. I don't think so. Which is shocking. Like I'm surprised to you. Because CeCe was there obviously for Jeter's this year. But I don't. Because like he made a comment about how. Right. This is a quote directly from him. I know you guys haven't seen a lot of me over the last few years for various reasons. But I really truly do look forward to and hopeful hopefully seeing a lot more of you here in the near future. Which is kind of what I wanted to talk about. Right? Well, he, well, what does he mean by that? What does he mean by that? He left the Marlins. Um, He made some comments. It's just like saying like, thank you to Cashman and thank you to the Steinbrenners. And when he mentioned both of them, answered with very loud boos. Um, but... He made a comment with, with Brian Cashman where he's like, I, I don't have the direct quote. I don't know if you do. Um, but where he was saying, like, uh, I see you guys are ready for the playoff push. You guys should be, like, thankful for, like, what Cashman's been doing or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I'm I'm very curious what you think this means. Do you think this just means that he'll be, like, what CeCe's doing where he's, like, a consultant to the team? Or do you think since he has some front office experience, he could possibly move into a role like that? I think it's possible. I, I'd see it more of a consultant area. Um, I think, you know, a big thing is if you went to a front office area, I don't think a lot of people would like it. I think people saw a little bit what he did in Miami, even though I think Miami's in a good spot. But that's besides the point. Um, you know, that he had a interesting experience down in Miami for his few years. Um, you know, what went down there and immediately made a the, the stand trade. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I think people people would be a little weird the about that. Game, Scotty. He was, um, up he was. back to be in the front office. <laughs> so I, I think it's also more likely just be a consultant, be able to stay around the area. Um, especially just recently, you know, getting a, you know, just getting an Instagram real soon, you know, he yeah, just got one. Him. being, being more of Accessible. for the people he's being more for the people at this point. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people made comments about how A-Rod wasn't there. Um, first of all, I would not have expected A-Rod to be there. I mean, they talked about when they were teammates, they were friendly, but not friends. Correct. Yes. Um, I still haven't finished that doc. Wow. I haven't gotten around <laughs> to it. I'm on like episode like four. Let's, so like let's, like right let's get that just... you real quick. <laughs> um, but um, I think he he always did. I feel like wanted to be. I don't want to say he wanted to be the antithesis of a Rod, but like he kind of I think un unconsciously did that. 
in that A Rod after he retired was, you know, on MLB Network. He was, you know, having like a social platform, and Jeter kind of did it a lot quieter. Um, I would invite him to be a part of the organization anyway. I I mean I think that it's crazy that obviously I don't know like if other teams do the same thing, but like the Yankees just have so many iconic players that are like and not just like iconic to the team that aren't great but like the Yankees have just birthed so many greats broken so many records whatever that it makes no sense to want to continue that legacy of greatness and not keep in contact with those people yeah so I I think that I think we'll see Jeter I don't I can't figure out what I think he's gonna do because in one breath I want to say like oh he's gonna like get involved with like the actual like baseball of it like yeah like at spring training or like in the minors but i also know like he is like a father of two daughters who were like hitting him during his speech which was so fucking funny like they're like this is like the biggest day at like yankee stadium like all year and like there's just these two girls just like being absolute menaces like i don't care who the fuck you are but I need you to pay attention to me. Yeah, you know, it was the whole thing. I remember uh, he mentioned it himself. He was like, yeah, you know, I mean, a deal with them that, like, if they stayed in their right area, they could get ice cream. They didn't follow the rules. They ran out or something like that. Like, So it, I, I'm i very excited to see him back with the Yankees um, in whatever Facet. situation that is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't see it in, like, a – cashman position um yankees are just way too tied to cashman to do that yeah um but maybe he'll be he'll be on the baseball side um before we get into baseball zach levine was some guy in the yankees and i can't think of his position gave like we're just talking to the media i want to say he's like i don't want to say president president of baseball operations seems too correct but um, it was just, you know, just like every other journalist asking about the judge and Yankee situation. You know, people are like, oh, a judge is a lifelong Red Sox fan, which I've literally never heard. Um, he, Randy Levine? Randy Levine. I was like, Zach Levine is a Zach Levine is a basketball player. player. That's why I was really confused <laughs> as well. Randy Levine is a president is his title. Just president? president. Just president. That's all it says of Yankees front office. It just says president. Um, I I knew because I the name Zach Levine right was in my brain, and I was like, some the name added up, but we're gonna go with it. <laughs> uh, newly appointed Zach Levine, <laughs> covering both leagues. Um, Randy Levine. They were asking him just about the judge situation. Um, and I know that it, this is not a development at all because it's just the same shit we've been hearing over and over again. But it was like, he recognized that obviously he's having this fantastic year, which we'll talk about again. Um, but it was just another person in the front office, other than Cashman, other than his nine runner, to reiterate the fact that they really want Judge to be back here. Um, also knew that it was a two-way street, that they could want him all he wants, but if Judge doesn't want it, then Judge doesn't want it. Um, and I just, I don't know if you've been seeing this, my Twitter feed, and I know that most of it's probably just trolls. Oh, judge grew up a long time Red Sox fan. He's going to want to sign to the Which Sox. is funny because they say that and he actually is from San Fran. And then, but, and then people are like, judge is from San Fran. His whole family's in San Fran. He's going to sign to the Giants. Yeah. That's why? What? But why? For, if he, if he for like the whole thing, the whole thing is if he leaves, he's going to leave for a winning team. The Giants aren't a winning team. No. Not, not at all. all. <laughs> um, and neither are the Sox. <laughs> no, if, if we want to talk about a non-winning team, what the fuck was Wednesday night's game? Holy, they lost because they gave up a little league home run and their center fielder did not know how to catch a ball. Two Sounds in a row. normal. Sounds about right. For the Red Sox this year in the outfield, not not good. Not great. But we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. We started this week against the Rays, correct? 
Yes. Was yeah. was the yeah, first race game the one where Aaron Hicks got pulled out of the game? Was it the first one or the second one? I think the second was the one that was the one that we scored like ten to three. Was it a two game or a three game series? Um, let me let me check. Let me start off over at Friday. We played the Rays. Um, the Hicks game is whichever yep, one. Yep, Hicks. Lost. That is a Hicks game. That is a Hicks game. We lost four okay, two. So let's just let's just dive into why we're calling this the Hicks game. Four two. Um, Montas start correct. Um, I'm pretty sure yeah. Um, should have been a win for Montas. Um, if we had a left fielder who knew how to play baseball at a not even a professional lever level, like a minor league slash like college, you know, level. just like just like a middle school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. So I believe G Man Choi. It's a double. It's either G Man Choi or Wander Franco. I know those are two drastically different people, but um. Hits a ball down the left field line because Aaron Hicks is now playing left field because he got first demoted out of center field and then Andrew Benintendi breaks his wrist, so he's got to play the corner outfield. So we've got Aaron Hicks in left field. Uh, ball down the left field line, which according to StatCast, did you see 75% chance of being caught? That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a wide margin there, especially for Aaron Hicks. That means if Aaron Hicks is gonna catch it, it needs to be like a ninety nine point nine percent, unless it's that one that the one catch. Unless it's it's the one against the Twins or whatever that he went and laid out to left center. Yep. Three Um, years ago. (laughs) So catch seventy five percent likelihood to be caught hits the heel of his glove, and Aaron Hicks decides in his brain that it is a foul ball, so he pouts against the wall until everybody's like. Hey, dumbass! Balls in play. Balls in Runners play. running. Two score. Two run score. Um, batter gets on second base, and I have never heard booze louder. And we heard booze for Joey Gallo. They started calling him Joey Gallo, and and he got pulled out of the game. And Marwin goes out there. And as always, no. Um. Flow goes out there. Flow, um, I just and that that's we lost because of those two runs, or I mean, like we would have been, I think two runs scored on it. This would have been a good thing for me to save on my phone, and I don't know why I didn't. Um, <laughs> um, but pretty much we lost on that error, or we were not given the opportunity to win on that error, um. Scotty, what were your thoughts when you saw? Did you see it? Like a video of it at all? I saw. Yeah, no, I did. Um, I honestly don't think there is a whole bunch to. I mean, this is this is something we've talked about. You know, we don't like Hicks. We haven't liked <laughs> Hicks. You know, come on, bring us something new that we can talk about. Um, but you know, it, it's it shows the state of the team. You know, we have injuries, we're getting hit with injuries, and for some reason, it's, we got to keep Hicks, it's, we got to keep Marwin Gonzalez. Marwin Gonzalez had a home run last night. Paternity list. (laughs) Um, Paternity power. um, So, you know, it's, it's, it's something that we almost expected. I mean, we, we kind of, we kind of already saw this out of Hicks. We already talked about how, you know, Hicks doesn't feel like he fully has tried this year out yeah, in the it, outfield. Like, afterwards, it was like it wasn't like a, a throw in. It was just like a throw. He that does that a lot. Like it's he does not try to make toss. a play on the ball if he does not catch the ball. Um, the good news about it is that I saw today Harrison Bader's assumed return, well, not return, debut on the Yankees is apparently Tuesday. Okay, well, we also had at one point half the Yankee team in Somerset. Well, we had Bader, Britton, and Sevy all Sevy in. And Chapman and Castro. <laughs> we had everybody in so, Somerset. But um, apparently all of those guys and Rizzo are set to return this week 
like this upcoming week or mm-hmm. early, early next week. Um, because Britain just moved up to Scranton. Sevy just moved up to Scranton. I don't know if Chapman's even going to Scranton. I think he's just going to come right back up because his was yeah. just fucking a little from his tattoo, which yeah. is ridiculous. Um, Harrison Bader hit a home run last night um, in Somerset. So, listen, as much as I hate Zach Britton for personal and professional reasons, um, I think I think it will be helpful and to get Castro back just to... Just having more of a bullpen. Exactly, exactly. As long as it do- it's not like, oh, we have more as of a bullpen, long as so we're going to send Mar- down Ron Mar- Marinaccio. Marinaccio doesn't go down. <laughs> Clark Schmidt, honestly, he doesn't go down. He's did he did really well last night. I was gonna say, did you see the strikeout to Bogarts? He was filthy. Um, like twelve inches, brutal. It's just it honestly would just be good to have a you know, like Holmes did good the last two nights, mm-hmm. but. We're still, you know, we're still we have a third game. What is, you know, you can't, I don't think you can pitch him three days in a row. No. Um. You know, Even just having he, another guy there. Yeah. And so I, I, I am, as much as Zach Britton pisses us all off, it, he is left-handed, correct? Yes, he is. Because I remember, I remember the whole, the whole game of Field of Dreams. It was Heaney left-handed. Yes! Wandy left-handed. And then right, Britain right, right, left-handed. Right, right. And I, I was just like trying to picture it in my head from when I saw him. And I was like, he was left-handed, right? Um, but that's also something when we got rid of Montgomery, um, that we talked about that like even from starters to bullpen, we had what two lefties? We have Nestor and Wandy. We had like three yeah, and then Chapman technically. Chapman. Um Yeah. So that'll be good. Castro, I forgot about him. Because he went, he went to, he went from paternity to sixty day, right? right really right, quickly, right, 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 right. Um, but that's those are good signs. Um, and the biggest one is in my brain is, um, not hater, Bader, <laughs> <laughs> um, Harrison Bader, because then we can drift slowly but quickly away from Aaron Hicks. Yeah. Because then after that race game, have we lost since that race game? No. Five in a row. Yeah. So the Rays and then right. And they were and they were big, big games against the Rays. Ozzy Cabrera hit his first major league home run. Yeah. Just Great. so exciting. Um I, I love that kid. <laughs> I I I love Ozzy. I saw a tweet today, though, and I do want to ask you the same question. Is that when we get Bader back, does Oswaldo go to left field? Because you'd assume Bader yeah, goes so to you, center. Yes, you assume Bader goes to center, and then Judge, Judge goes, goes back, back to right. right and then he goes to left. So, as we currently have been having... God, who else is playing the outfield? What, who played? Uh, and Duhar has been playing left. Yeah, so do you think that they should be Giving Cabrera reps in left field, I mean, he he, well, he came into the majors not having a lot of outfield experience anyway. Not that that has clearly slowed him down at all, but um, you know what? What do you think? Do you think they'll just I, move him over and hope it works out? I think I think they very much can because they saw that you know you don't need a lot of he doesn't need experience to be good at that position. He needs just a little bit of time. And this is the exact same thing. I heard them talking about it one day. Um, They're like, yeah, Oswaldo Cabrera was getting reps at first, and he never played first before. But the coach was like, he was quickly getting a hand of it or something like that. You're like, what, well, that was, what that can this because, kid not do? That's because <laughs> we went Rizzo and DJ down in two fucking and games. Marwin and Gonzalez was Marwin there. <laughs> play first base. And you're like, that's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. But they were just like testing out with it, and they were like, you know, he was quickly, you know, getting comfortable in the position. You're like, what can this kid not do? I think, especially with the the little change that really is right to left, mm-hmm. um, I'm thrilled to see how many kids or how many people he might throw out at third at a, like a grounder to him. He'll just chuck out at third because he loves to use his arm, and he uses it well. He does. 
you know, I'm, I'm I think that they can move him over to left. Yeah, I I agree. Or you I... could you could also always I don't think you would, but you could also put Bader in left, keep Judge in center. Yeah, but and that's Bader's more like of a one of the best defensive center fielders. But I think that's a that's a a thing that you judge off the health because he okay. did have a foot injury. So if you're going to have him in center, you're going to have him on that foot a lot, running a lot. True. And so you might take a little bit off of him and be able to move him in left for at least a little bit, or I, mean, I don't know how he is. Yeah, that is true. I'd assume that he's coming back, you know, 95 to 100%, uh, just because he has been hurt for quite a while. Yeah. Um, But it will be definitely something to keep an eye on. But I agree. I think Oswaldo defensively is picking things up just really, really quickly. I I know his bat has sort of come around, but I just wanted to, like, come around. Because, Scotty, whose bat has been around? Glaber Torres has been coming around. Glaber has found his spot and found everything about it, which goes back to something that we talked about last week and is kind of like a big thing with this team. We talked about how... Aaron Judge can be pitched around if, if no people else. around him aren't hitting. You cannot walk Aaron Judge now because Glaber will put a double. Glaber will put a, a single to the wall that he, you know, scores on, whatever he did last night. Um, it, was, it wasn't to the wall. It was a line drive. That, so there were runners on first and second, and it was just like a, a single to right field. And then Alex Verdugo, terrible throw to the plate, scored one run. Then the catcher they tried to back pick first. Yeah, I don't think it was Plowecki. I don't know who it was. Um, just totally missed Bobby D at first base and just a bunch of chaos. <laughs> but like, I mean, the same thing. Glaber has been even just hitting the ball out of the park really well, and he's found his place. It's really like you know, people. This is this is Yankees fans for you. They really like to shit talk him, like a month ago. Glaber had a great ago. start. He was batting, he was batting he was 160, bad. but also so was the rest of the team. But like Glaber had a great start of the season. Yeah. He went into a slump and now he's picking it up again. Like it's not like he's been terrible. Yeah, he I mean, hit yes- a low point. Yesterday, his double in the ninth um, would have been a home run in 18 of the 30 ballparks. Um, and it's just, you can really tell he's just like seeing the ball better. He's getting the middle of the ball better instead of because when Glaber gets bad, he's under pop ups. Yep, pop ups and it's strikeouts from swinging underneath. It it's not the one thing that I like about Glaber is for the most part, obviously everybody still like makes mistakes here or there. Is it's never like his pitch selection. You know how we would get mad at Judge the past few years, we're like, oh, you throw like a curveball, the slider in the dirt, slider yeah, in the dirt, slider it. Um, that's never been the issue with Glaber. Glaber is just, he gets a little home run happy sometimes. Yeah. And he's trying to work that launch angle. He's been really good. Like we were saying in the beginning of this year, he was really good about going the opposite way. And now he just seems a lot more focused on hitting the ball, like getting to and through the ball than trying to put it over the fence, which this is the thing that never makes sense to me is that the guys will see this, right? And obviously you can see that you're being more productive, right? You went from going, over oh, four, one for three, whatever. To now you're going three for four, two for like. Why are you change? Why do you ever change anything? <laughs> Call me crazy, <laughs> and I know that. Like, listen, I get as a as someone who played. Like, sometimes the changes are subconscious, but like, I know that they're all thinking all of the time when they're playing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Glaber. The last week, week and a half has been super big. This last week of. You know, we're now six ahead of the Rays and six and a half in he- ahead of Toronto. I think that's the order. Sounds right. Um, You know, that's huge. That that makes me feel a lot better than two weeks ago when we went out West and we lost to the fucking A's and we lost to the Angels. And I'm like, my brother's in Christ. Yeah. And we had a rough series against the Rays. The Rays. I made and us we came I back made and... feel nervous. Um, yeah. One thing that I do want to talk about before we get to, you know, the weekly topic of Aaron Judge um, is what the fuck is up with Garrett Cole in Fenway Park? Uh, you know, he's really good during the regular season and then can't do anything else. I mean, like, that's the, the thing. Regular that I, like, season. I know. I Garrett... Tristan Casas. He's like 14. 
Best. You're one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball. What the fuck is it about the green walls that make you shit your pants? <laughs> but that's the thing about him that like it never makes sense because Garrett Cole will go and go to Fenway and then be taken out after four innings and six runs. And then the very next week, go back there and throw a hundred and three pitch complete game. <laughs> is that his next start? His next start is going to be fucking ridiculous. Like how whatever. Like a week ago, he like had fourteen strikeouts. Yeah. Like, well, bet I'm going to throw twenty four. And you're just going to be like, who, who, who are you? What did they do to you? Yeah, like, we pay this guy. I mean, Austin. <laughs> What? You pay this? Can we pay this guy like every other week and not yeah, like? <laughs> like you, you get biweekly paychecks and you do not get paid in the state of Massachusetts. Yeah, absolutely not. And the worst thing is, is that obviously, like the lights are always the brightest at Fenway. The attention's always like the greatest at Fenway. So you're like, God, Garrett, Garrett, for for our sake and for your sake. Just one time, I need just... to just really perform. I do have to say, very glad he did not give up any home runs to Rafael Devers this time. Progress yep. is progress is progress, but I'm just like my my brother, as a Yankee fan in Massachusetts, and I'm sure many other people probably feel this way if they're surrounded by Yankee uh by Red Sox fans. It gets really fucking hard to defend you, <laughs> but you know I always want to. But it gets really hard when they are unfortunately correct. Although yesterday, did you see the end of the game? Yesterday's game? Yeah. I did not. Oh my god. The Red Sox just put like all of their AAA guys in. They're like, yes is like bouncing around to like show who they all are. They're like four major league games, two major league games, one major <laughs> league game. And you're just like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> but uh, do you have anything rude. to say about the Rays of the Sox series before we talk about man of the year. Um, Nestor. Nestor did a great oh, job. He did. Nestor, he, what do you have? Nine, eight Ks, something like that? I think nine. A big one against Rafi Devs with the with the, a juke pitch. Yeah. Um, I just want him to be able to go long. Like yesterday, I think he cut off at 65 pitches. Yeah, that's the biggest thing is yeah. is his, his ability first... to go longer. And the thing was, he was pretty economic yesterday too. His first and fourth innings were like six pitches, or like one was six, one was eight. He was pretty manageable, but um, and I know that it's just like he's this is what his second start off the IL. Yeah, I think so. Third? Second, yeah. So like, I understand that that has something to do with it, and also I feel like Clark Schmidt obviously came in and did really well and they're trying to get him into like a similar position that RIP Michael King was um where he can like be used for multiple innings so i think the one two punch of Nestor and Schmidt make a lot of sense makes a lot of sense um but yeah he a really great performance by him again god i love mario <laughs> um we are going into an away series in Milwaukee. Um, then we are playing the Pirates. The Pirate series is when Rizzo is expected back. Um, but obviously we'll keep an eye on who's all coming and going. But the man of the year, Aaron Judge. 57 home runs now, correct? Yep. He's at 57 right now. Now, I have a theory. Aaron Judge went about five games without a home run, um, which is the first time he did that all year. But he also went like nine or ten for 14 in that span. So, like, obviously he's not not producing. But I have a theory that – so the Yes app has started to send you a notification every time that it's a Judge at bat. And they're like, Judge at bat alert. Watch him go for number 58. And that started, like, right when he went on the home run drought. And I was like, y'all, turn turn it off. Turn <laughs> Stop it. it. Off. Stop it. But two more in Boston. One to tie and one to break the tie, I believe. I uh, no, it was both to tie. It was 3-3, tie, three, tie. Three, tie to 4-4. Four, four. Him and Marlon Gonzalez. God, just the same. 
Yep, really. <laughs> not Marwin and Aaron Judge, just two peas in a pod. Um, but what I wanted to talk to you about, I just sent this to you on Instagram. I don't know if you saw it, but CC Sabathia, I don't know if he was talking on R2C3 or on whatever, but let me, let me pull it up because it is borderline. I don't want to say borderline insulting. That's dramatic. I did see this that you sent me. Yes. But. Um, sorry. I was looking at a different quote about Aaron Judge. Quote, Judge is like my little brother. Shohei is the best player to ever play baseball. He is the MVP. Oh, he was on MLB Network. Yeah. Um. What the fuck? <laughs> Wrong team. Yeah, like, CZ, who's paying you from the Angels to say that? It's just... Because then I just saw this one on MLB, which I agree with. Oh, that was a rhyme that I didn't mean to do. I'm oh, just kidding. This one's also on MLB on Fox. John Smoltz. I would give it to Aaron Judge right now. What he's doing is really keeping the Yankees afloat. <laughs> yeah. Look, here's the thing that I thought of this week. And again, I mentioned it. I mentioned it last week. The whole thing of like you know, defensively, judges there every day. Yep. And and I saw this as well on Twitter. And it goes. And somebody said, "You have Shohei being able to start defensively every five days, but then every day that he's not playing, you're taking up that DH spot, which is taking away from somebody like a Mike Trout." Being able just to give him a day off from the field, you're forcing Mike Trout to get Especially possibly Mr. one day off with Mr. Every Broken five days. Back. Exactly. I mean, exactly. <laughs> but like you have that, and you know that's just one guy. That's just Mike. Like, and you know, freaking Mike Trout, which I'll talk to. Uh, I'll talk about once we go around the league. But like getting him one day off every five days. Never mind if you need anybody else on the team to want to get a day off. You're then you're still losing that DH spot because of Otani. And it's yeah, only no days that he pitches. Day off. Yeah. That's a great and So, yeah, it's a perspective of that. And then, you know, same point, if Judge can break a home run record and also, you know, win a triple crown. I was going to say, he's nine not like points in off. the triple crown race. Yeah, so he's well in first for RBIs. He's well in first for home runs. And... He is only like I think nine points or so off of the average leader. Um, I'll see actually right now. Batting average right now is actually Freddie Freeman and Paul Goldschmidt, um, Jeff McNeil. So three people in the NL. Don't count. Luis Arias is number one with a three twenty with Aaron Judge with a three ten. So he's ten points off of first place. Arias, Bogarts, and then it goes Judge. So that's that is one good game, one bad game that covers that can cover five points in average. But the, the thing, what's so frustrating is that Judge needs all of it, right? He needs to beat the home run record, he needs to play every day and be better defensively on war and win the triple crown for like some of these people to maybe consider that he's be- that he should be the MVP this year, not Shohei. Yeah. Vlad won the triple crown last year, which is not a thing that happens every year. You don't always have triple crown winners. He did. I thought he just missed it. I thought he also well, just I missed it. I swore he did because I was like, I... the big argument is that like any other. No, I think leader... the big argument was like, oh, you know, he was just about to. I mean, because if you win the triple crown, I mean, you win MVP. Like, I mean, uh, the last, I think the last. Not the best player in baseball. <laughs> I think the last player to win the Triple Crown, I think it's Miggy. Miggy. I think Miguel Cabrera did it. Um, oh, wow. No, it's been a lot longer than that. Oh, Carl really? Stremski. Carl Yastremski. Oh, wow. In 67. Oh, <laughs> Oh, no, no. Okay. No, no. What, what is that one then? This has to be such an old or This has to be such an old website then. Because the very next one I said was when was the very next one was when was the last time somebody won the triple crown in baseball 2012 miguel cabrera okay 
So the one I, before that was 1967. Okay, so Vladdy so almost won the triple crown. Almost won the triple crown. He uh, was right there as well. And like that, pe- people were like, mm, but he's the best player in baseball. You know, the fact that Judge has to do all of these things. You take, and I know that this isn't how it works. You take Shohei. Shohei doesn't play in, I don't know, Shohei's hurt all year. Shohei doesn't play in Major League Baseball, whatever. Judge is the MVP by such a long shot. Yes. And Shohei simply existing as a two-way player. And I'm not taking anything away from Shohei. Shohei's ridiculous at baseball. But he's not adding any value to the Angels. Okay, they win maybe. They lose maybe three more games instead of like how they already have without him. It's just, it's ridiculous. And... And CeCe's quote really kind of pissed me off. I was like, this man is like, like, he's like your, like your blood. Look, I have this thing in my house where I live is one of my roommates is, you know, also a very big baseball fan. And whenever I'm watching a game or whenever I get notifications like that, we will go to each other, wherever we are, we're in our own rooms, whatever, go in and we just look at each other and we go, I went last night or whatever, two nights ago, I looked at him and I go, he hit another and he goes, Pujols, I go, the other one. He goes, yeah, the other it's, one. it's one or the other. And that is the only things that we have to say. Like, we're just, we're tag, we're, we're just constantly bringing it up to each other, you know, bringing each other along for, you know, these two historic seasons that we're seeing. We're not, we're not talking about Shohei. No, I, <laughs> could, not, I could not, and I know that I'm going to say, oh, it's, people are going to be like, oh, it's because you're East Coast or whatever. I I'm, am, but I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not going. I'm a baseball fan. I know nothing. I'm I'm not I'm not going and being like, hey, Shohei went seven innings, one earned. I don't like that. Nobody cares. Not stupendous enough for me. Aaron Judge, the face of the New York Yankees, was just playing in Fenway, the arch nemesis of the Yankees, and getting MVP chance in Fenway. That's unheard of. Yeah, Shohei's not going anywhere and getting MVP chance. Judge gets MVP chance in like every single stadium. It's just and oh, also oh, sorry, this is this is another thing that I that I heard. I mean, I granted, I don't think this actually applies to the MVP as much, but somebody, you know, the whole thing about Shohei Otani and I think why people call him people like, you know, most valuable. Because you know what? He is one player that takes up two that like that like can play for two players. You don't have to pay two players. You have to play pay just for Shohei. What if Shohei gets hurt? You then lose two players rather than gaining two players. Or when he was only hitting the year that he like got yeah like I don't know if he had TJ or whatever he had. Um, then you're like oh, now what? Like I. I understood that thinking last year when last year was the year that he proved that he could do it. It doesn't, it's not the same now. It's, it's not. And it, it's the comparison of it. You're not comparing him to Vladdy, which Vladdy again, as we said, almost had a triple crown, but also Vladdy's stats of almost a triple crown were not that, were not that compared to what judge is doing for a triple crown. Exactly. Right now. It's that judges are so astronaut. Like, ju- the- judge has more home runs than like a team, that- or at one point had more home runs than a whole entire organization. Like, there's just not to sound clear, there ain't nobody doing it like him. No, and that's just point blank period. There's nobody doing it like him. And like and- his whole thing, and the whole thing about him again, again, this kind of tags back to that triple crown thing. He's not a home runner bust hitter. He went and like he's been he's been whatever. He'll go dry for home runs, but he'll still go three for four. Yeah. And he and it's not like he's going three for four with nobody on. He's going three for four with two RBIs, three RBIs. He produces every single day. And it's he right, he's hitting the ball. He's stealing bases. Like he's just every single cylinder is firing. And there's, there's just no, there's just no argument. And if he does not win MVP, I don't know who votes on it, but I'm going to figure it out. And I'm going to write a strongly worded email. <laughs> not going to make any threats online. 
No, just strongly worded. With Very passion. strongly worded email. I can't believe you guys. Um, just disappointed. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed in you guys. Um, water. So we're looking forward to Milwaukee and the Pirates. God, so Judge needs 58, 59, 60, 61. He needs four to tie, five to win. We're playing Milwaukee, and we're playing the fucking Pirates. If you, I don't want to jinx anything, but if you had to guess between today, Thursday, September 15th, and next Thursday, September 22nd, how many home runs do you think Judge will hit? Oh, actually, actually, you know what? Over under three. Over. I think he's going to hit four. You think he's going to hit four? I think he's going to hit See, I want to hit now. I, I don't know why I said three because I want. I think he's gonna hit three. <laughs> three and a half. Three and a half. Okay, over under three and a half. I think he's gonna hit three. Okay, I think he might get four. I think he. I hope he gets four. But <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little conservative in my betting. I don't get paid till tomorrow. I got no money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say three, and then that's when it's gonna start getting. Like you're just gonna like every at bat. You it it should turn into every single like every game should go to picture in picture when Judge is up. It just yeah. should. And you want to transition into unless you have other things to say about the Yankees. No. To transition into every everything baseball, they should start doing that for pool holes. Yeah, they they everybody I mean, should be able the to only, see Albert the Pujols only issue with that is pool holes is is only coming up in the eighth inning. In the ninth inning, he's just pinch hitting all the time. Through games? I don't think. I don't think. Not all the time. He's getting pinch hit for a lot. He's getting. He's pinch hitting a lot. Why does nobody want to see him do this? I'm like what? Because he can hit a home run all he wants, but once he gets on base, it's like having a damn semi truck in reverse. Um, <laughs> he stole a base earlier this year. That was Yachty did that too, think... and so did Miguel Cabrera. Yeah. Um, what is he at right now? Um, I'm pretty sure he is at 98? 97, 97, I think. I think he's at 97. I said this last week, and I'll say it again. Whenever that man's up, I don't give a fuck if you're winning, if you're losing, if you're in the playoff race or not. This is bigger than – this is going to sound terrible, but it's bigger than this right now. This is – there's, what, three guys in the 700 home run club? There are three guys, Barry Bonds. Hank Aaron, Babe Ruth. Granted, I don't think, I mean, Albert Pujols won't pass any of them because Babe Ruth is 714. No, There's no. no shot Albert has to break that. But just, just to want be in 700. 700 is going to be impressive and insane. Now, call me crazy, but if I'm just some pitcher and Albert miraculously gets to 699, do you know your name is going down in history if you throw the pitch for 700? Do you want your name to go down in history for that? If you're just like some nobody on the Pirates who's never going to get traded to the Yankees to be good? <laughs> Bro, just throw it underhand. Have your catcher tip your signs. This is just... Because every every guy that plays baseball is clearly a huge fan of baseball. Blah, blah, blah. Like that, sounded, that was a really stupid sentence for me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, they all... Like this is just so much bigger than like an individual person and i just think i don't know call me call me like non-competitive whatever i'm as competitive as it gets let's let's throw something else in there let's throw something else in there with pujols um he also set a record for this was actually all the way back in august um i don't know why this save still 450 different pitchers yes i saw that i think that was the week that you bailed on me probably um so like why i just it's just frustrating that like this isn't being followed along with tail to tail and i like because i mean like major league baseball on twitter when either judge or pool holes home like homers they tweet about it there's always a post about it yes but i don't i don't want to see the replay no i want i don't want to be behind on it i want to be watching you know, this week I want to be watching the Yankees play the fucking Brewers, 
and then I all of a sudden watch. my screen go picture in picture because Albert Pujols is up. You know how cool it would be? Not that I think this would happen literally ever because what is a likelihood? Albert Pujols all and them Aaron do Judge at the same time. are both up day. at the same time and hit the same time. Do The likelihood of that happening probably about 10 bajillion to none. Honestly, possibly, I would watch a TV show that is 40 minutes of commercial, but when either of them is up, that's all that you see. That's all that you see. They're at bat, and then boom, back to commercial. Don't care. <laughs> because they did that for, I don't know, whoever broke the home run record last, and I can't think of his name, which is so terrible of me. Um, But they would switch to his at bat. The news stations would switch. Like, everybody would switch. I just yeah. feel like it's, it doesn't have, I don't know, that same gusto. And sure, maybe people are going to say, oh, it's because Judge is only at 57. Like, maybe once he gets to 60 or 61, they'll do it. But... It's Pujols the same is, energy each time, too, though. Yeah. and But, like, Pujols is, is like, totally different. I, because at the beginning of this year, at the All-Star break, he had eight home runs. You're like, oh, well, he gave it his best shot. And yeah. And it definitely shot up again. <laughs> and he was like, surprise, motherfuckers. <laughs> he was like, am I 55? Yes. Am I going to put this ball over the wall? also yes yeah i have this that's the one thing i have to say about pujols is that you know people always you know you look him up you look his age up like you look Albert pujols age i think most of the stories are like did he fake his age honestly at this point it's more impressive it's if more he did impressive like now older. he's old he's even older than he already is and he's already old exactly. in consideration exactly. <laughs> he's it's, still doing that at his impressive. age <laughs> i agree i agree um to stay on the Cardinals, Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina yesterday became the, I don't know how to phrase this. They started the most games as a, like a bullpen together. Yeah. 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 Pitcher catcher combo. The most that there has ever been. And that is crazy. It is crazy. Not only to see both players play for forever, especially one being a catcher, but also staying together for that long and being good yes <laughs> like that's the thing it's not like wainwright's being put out there and people are like ah shit it's an adam wainwright start it's like fuck yeah it's an adam wainwright start crazy 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 anyway what else do you have around the league um i have one thing that i think is fucking crazy and i think nobody's talking about uh-oh mike trout yeah mike trout went six games in a row with a home run if he, seven. if he, it was, it was seven. It was oh, seven. Oh yeah, it was seven. Eight was the record. He didn't hit eight. Yes. Um. So yes, yeah, seven games in a row with a home run. This guy has a hundred and two games under his belt. He has a hundred and two games, seventy RBIs. Adolis Garcia, who is up there in like, I think he's technically in sixth place for most RBIs, has ninety two in. 36 more games yeah so you're looking for a 20 rbi difference in 32 games mike trout if he played any more games i think would be up there possibly ahead of shohei for mvp could you (laughs) imagine if mike trout played on a team that had base runners like it's it's crazy he has already hit 100 hits this year 102 games 104 hits absolute freak but the thing is the thing is it's so wild because every um bs before shohei everybody was always like mike trout's always in the running for mvp right it's who else did really good that year i feel like that conversation has kind of died down people are like well um, actually shohei's the best thing that ever happened mike trout's right there Seven games in a row with home run. Could he send that, that over is. to Aaron Judge just so we could like speed his process up? Um, <laughs> but, but like that is that is ridiculous, and it it is. I don't want. I don't know if unfortunate is the word that I want to use, but obviously with his recent stint on the IL, we don't know how long Mike Trout's career is going to go on for. You know, it, it's probably not going to be as long as everybody had originally planned and obviously he planned and all of baseball planned. Um, but it's just crazy that, like, even with this, whatever the fuck is going on with his back, he is just such a freak of nature. He's a freak. Yeah. In the I best mean, I, way. Like, like, I mean, everybody knows. Everybody knows him. I don't think enough people have s- talked about him since he's come back. 
No. Because I think he, the whole he, the whole attention of the angels is on Shohei. Yeah. It's and like, I mean he's he's judge is still honestly judge is still top dog on that team. I think he, I think he's still up. He's still number one. I don't like I understand Shohei's doing what Shohei's doing, but year in, year out, Mike Trout has been up there. That's the thing. It's his consistency. Yes, he if we want to talk about injuries, you know, you want to talk all you want about John Carlos Day and then Aaron Judge, whatever. Mike Trout has his fair has, collection. Yes, especially but, recently. But the thing is, he never, and again, this might just be my East Coast brain because I don't watch him as much. You never hear about Mike Trout being in a slump or like not producing. He will produce until the day he goes on the IL. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, even, even the day, like, you have 2021, he played 36 games. He was an all star. He played 53 in 2020, so, you know, it was a shortened year anyways. Fifth in MVP, Silver Slugger. MVP, you know, he's, if you look at his career, besides 2011, his rookie year where he played 40 games, he has been in the MVP voting top five every single year until 2021 now this year. Only two years in his entire career he has not been top five in MVP voting. It's. I don't even. I don't even know how to put it. Like, just start wrecking. There is talent it's, other than the guys that they throw right at your face. Yeah, it is. It is. Mike Trout used to be thrown. He used to, and now he just. I guess you know a little injury here, and then they just, just decide to be this like, like this. We, we're just like, yeah, well, that's just like what Mike Trout does. Like, it's not crazy. It's not out of yeah. Give him, give him more credit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, he's doing the damn attention. thing. Um, I really quick. I don't mean to loop back to the Yankees. I just remembered that we did not bring this up. Um, with high A ending, Jason Dominguez has made his double A debut. He led off the other day in DH because Bader was still there. Um, and tonight the fifteenth, he is starting in center field. So go buy tickets from Somerset Patriots and ask for Nick. <laughs> <laughs> um, last thing that I have though, and this is something we like, important we didn't talk about. New rules coming in next year. Oh, it's yeah, official. Because that happened like literally right after we posted. I was yeah. Sure. So this is something this is something that, you know, we talked about over the offseason. This is something that they, you know, kind of partially agreed on, the CBA and all that stuff. Um, so but it is now official. Fifteen second game, um, fifteen second pitch clock with bases empty, twentieth runners on, two fielders on each side of second base, base bag with both feet on the dirt and larger bases. Big I thing with this. Say that each of these, but go ahead. So, pitch. Look, bigger bases. I'm fine with big. I think that that makes it safer. I think that promotes stealing, which is something that I heard somebody on one of the broadcasts almost say that as a bad thing. Like, oh, you know, you have the oven mitts, which gives you two inches, and then you have the bag being bigger. Like, but not enough people steal already. Yeah, I was that say, John Birdie like... has John Birdie's like leading with like fifty or something like that. You had Ricky Henderson with like 120 every year. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it, it promotes stealing and it if it promotes safety in the littlest way possible, which it does, yeah. it just gives the first baseman a little bit more room, the runner a little bit more room. It really, I don't think, hurts the game that much. Now, the one that I think is weird about the shift is they spoke about it on one of the broadcasts. You need two infielders on both sides of second base with their feet on the dirt. So shifts can still exist. You can still pull your left fielder to play in shallow right field. But also, second basemen cannot play too deep. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of, like, I feel like a lot of second basemen will start on the grass. And yeah, I didn't, I, mean, it, I never considered that to be, like, a shift. I just considered Yeah, no, it's just, that's just them, you know, they realize they have more time. They don't need yeah. to, you know, be up and speed their throw or anything, so they're going to sit back. And I think that, that that there might be something, some part of it that is a little, little loophole in it or something yeah. like that. They might they be a little more flexible with people like doing that. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't imagine them stopping like an inning or whatever, like being, stopping a pitch while they're trying to speed up pace of play because a second baseman is, you know, a step on the grass. Yeah. And then there's the pitch clock, pitch clock. I, I honestly think it's fine. Um, it, it showed 
great like in minor in the minor leagues they've been doing it minor league games are averaging just around three hours yeah major league games average around four and it's honestly enough like i've seen it myself it's enough to speed the game up to a noticeable amount without disrupting the game Uh uh-huh it's just taking away that pitcher sitting there that's a batter sitting there my Yankee concern is that I saw someone just like right after these rules went off. Frankie Montas averages to take 23 seconds to get to the plate. He's the slowest in the league. What do you do with, I mean, hopefully like he, he fixes it, but Maddie Blake, Maddie Blake, we need to speed this up. Um, I am, I am pro pitch clock. um, Cause even, I mean, listen, as someone who worked in minor league baseball, there are guys, J.P. Sears, love you to death, baby boy, but would take all of those seconds. <laughs> um, but it it really did help speed the game up. Um, and that will obviously keep viewers engaged because that's what baseball is all about is like making sure people keep watching because they're afraid that the sport that is like the longest running sport in all of America is just going to like fall off the face of the earth. Um, so I think the pitch clock is huge. I... The shit that is interesting. I didn't read like all of the specifics of it because like I'm, I see the benefits of the shift, but I'm also pro you know baseball being baseball and like I'm also pro of like that's a de- like my view on it is that's a defensive strategy. Yeah, you're getting something to give something. You're you're giving something up. You're giving up the left side or right, whatever side of the infield to gain something. It's weird because I see both sides of the shift. Yes, it's annoying as a batter, but in like on the other hand, I'm like. Just learn how to hit to learn. all fields. You're a professional. Joey. I understand you're also going against professionals, but you are professional. If you can't hit to the left side of the field, you really shouldn't be up there. Yes, but I also do think that sometimes it's like a little like wildly dramatic where I'm like, this isn't even this this ain't even baseball. Like I, I think there's a fine line, and I, I think that the approach they're taking is almost a little too dramatic. Um, but we'll see, obviously. I think the funniest thing was MLB on Fox posting a meme about Joey Gallo. And oh, yeah. Man, <laughs> so out of pocket. Um, so I'm like, MLB on Fox! Another thing, I wanna, another thing I want to bring up about this is John Heyman did tweet out after all this came out and said, um, quote, players on the committee all voted against the pitch clock and shift bans, but they are outnumbered by management. So players so, didn't want them. The players didn't want it, but the managers did. Interessante. Also, before we get into too much, um, MILB will Unionized. be represented. They're being represented in the Players Association. Let's Thank go. God. Thank God. Thank you, God. Um, but yeah, I didn't really have anything to say about the bigger bases except for like from my personal experience i played first base in college softball and those bases are tiny and like we are two women on first base i can't imagine fucking vlad guerrero jr playing first base taking up all that room i mean he has slimmed down <laughs> your vladdy vladdy's out there with freaking no actually you have, Pete yeah, that's you, you have, no you have vogelback running down the line with um rowdy telez playing first <laughs> There's no, there's literally zero room on that base for a foot. Um, so I, I agree that for safety, the bigger bags is definitely helpful. I mean, softball, we used to play with a safety base, which was huge. I know why they, like, I know why they have to get rid of the safety base. Um, but like just that extra bit of space is great. And I also, if we're looking to get people to watch people moving in baseball, gets people to watch stealing bases, gets people to watch. Put Timmy Lowe on the bases more. Sorry. That's just personal. <laughs> Give me a look. Um, do you have anything else? I uh, do not. The Dodgers officially clinched. clinched first place in the National League or just a playoff spot? I think they just clinched a playoff spot. Uh, no, they might have clinched. No, I think they clinched first place. I think they clinched first. I think they clinched first place. Unfortunately, not a surprise. Um, but Trey Turner did say that he is open to coming back east. Uh, and also at the same point, um, the Braves now lead the NL East. Yurt! Which, I mean, you can say now that could change tomorrow. That can change, the Cubs, yeah. The Cubs sweeping the Mets, huge. Roll Braves. Roll Braves. 
Uh, roll Braves, roll O's. Roll Braves, roll O's. One of those has a little bit more gusto than the other, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's all I've got, if that's all you've got. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. If you need updates on Judge's home run work, um, anything go- major going on in Major League Baseball, you can follow us at pinstripe.podcast on Instagram. Scotty's absolutely crushing over there. Um, and we will be back next week with hopefully see who's see who's bet on Aaron Judge stands true. <laughs> um, and God, I as much as I hope it's me, I really, really, really hope it's Scotty. Thank you very much for listening. For Scotty, I am Lexi, and this has been the Pinstripe Podcast. Bye. <laughs>